Hey friends, I'm Ashley Parker and this is A Splash of Ash. In each episode, I share actionable lifestyle changes to nurture your mind, body, and soul in order to achieve a greater self-worth. I'll be bringing you a drop of good vibes, a dash of confidence, and a sprinkle of inspiration. Change your everyday, change your life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to A Splash of Ash. I am your host, Ashley Parker. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I am so happy you are here. Today's episode is very special, and it's near and dear to my heart because we have a very special guest. So I am going to go ahead and introduce him, and then we're just going to jump right in and talk about all the good things we have. So I would like to introduce to you guys Rick Leonetti. He is a former high school baseball and basketball coach, a father of three boys, and a pop-up to four grandchildren and two grandpuppies, a husband of almost 44 years, wow, and the president of a successful nonprofit organization known as Athletes Helping Athletes. He is all around a wonderful guy with a wonderful family and has the best energy that I know you guys will feel through listening to this podcast. So welcome, Rick. You are here. We are doing it. Yeah, it's hard to believe that um, it's been how many years since uh, we've last seen each other? Oh, my God. You're in high school, a senior. Yeah, in high school. So I got started with you. I don't even remember how we got connected, but I guess it was through CB West somehow. And I brought the honorary captains. But we'll kind of go into Athletes Helping Athletes. Let's give our listeners some context to what Athletes Helping Athletes is. It's basically, in a nutshell, it's where we pair up special needs children and young adults with typical high school and college students and student athletes. Uh, we, we started through sports, and actually most of our uh, activity is sport-related. We do have a few other uh, things off on the side, like a carnival fun night and things like that, where we just have uh, different fun games for the kids to play, but it's all... Basically, it's to get these kids together and they develop friendships. And it's just amazing to watch the dynamic between the two because, quite frankly, the self-esteem of both the special needs children and the high school students especially um, rise after a night together. Oh, totally. I mean, the, the events that you guys put on are so much fun. I remember going to a basketball night, I think at Council Rock South back home in Pennsylvania. And it was amazing. And the golf event, which you just had a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. 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 It's a a COVID version. Yeah. But yeah. So can you bring us back? How was AHA started and get us, get us going way back? Well, you know what? Way back, I was thinking about this, Ash, after we spoke uh, last week. Yeah. Um, as a kid, like seventh, eighth grade, I used to uh, be a, um, a recreation center uh, gym rat, uh, Jardell uh, Recreation Center in Northeast Philly. And um, I used to go up there, uh, especially every weekend when we uh, had school and during the summer was almost every day. And every Saturday, I noticed a van, one of, a large van with a teacher in it that had profoundly disabled mm. young men that he would take into the gym and into the basement, not the basketball 
or down the basement and do different activities with them. Wow. I remember first being, I, I never saw, because back then with, in school, we never saw these type of uh, people. Right. And um, I, was, I, I was kind of moved as a, as a kid. And I remember saying to myself, if I ever hit the million dollar lottery, I was going to give it to this teacher. Well, he wound up being a teacher at the high school I went to, Father Judge. And, um, and, I, and I spoke to him about that. And he said, yeah, he's been doing it for years. And he continued to do it for years. Wow. So that, and that, that's that. And then when I was coaching basketball, Cardinal Doherty, we were invited down to a very prestigious Catholic basketball tournament in um, Cumberland, Maryland called the Alhambra. And in 92, we had a very good team. One of our players, Katino Mobley, uh, went on to play college basketball division one at Rhode Island and then went to um, the NBA and had a really nice career in the NBA. Wow. So I asked uh, the, the people who ran the tournament if we could bring our team to where the money they raise goes to and it, it was for developmentally disabled people. Mm. And we took the kids through there and the looks on our players' faces were amazement. Um, they were so moved by the whole thing. Um, it was one of the highlights of the of the tournament. We didn't win the tournament, but it, it, looking back, just watching their faces, it was just amazing to see. And they, the people who ran the tournament, said we were the only team that ever went or asked to go to the to see this wow. um, place. And it started in 1961 and it's still going on and we're still the only team that ever did that wow so then 2002 comes around and i had stopped coaching basketball cardinal doctorate in 2000 and in 2002 our youngest son was a, a senior and um that's when council rock split into two mm -hmm. so north and south he was going to be staying at north and and the and of course south was so the football team was being split, and this was his senior year. Mm. Uh, the football coach, Mike Gortman, had a uh, meeting, and no one showed up for the boosters. So, because all the parents had gone to SAP, the ones who had run it before. So he sent a letter home to 12 families and asked, um, uh, mostly starters, uh, our, some was one of the four captains, and uh, a couple of junior families because he wanted somebody to take over the following year. Um, so we go to this meeting and he said he needs a president, a vice president, a secretary, a treasurer, and the whole nine yards. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah, no one raised their hand. No one wanted to volunteer for that. And um, finally, someone said that they would do the uh, program book, which is a, a huge undertaking and everybody clapped and he said well that's great but we still need a president and so forth my wife who came a little later than i was in the back of the room and she said how about and i heard the r roll you're like I, uh oh I, <laughs> I closed my eyes like i was um, a three-year-old playing hide and seek and um so long story short i got roped into being the president of the club but i had said that um, if we do this, uh, if I do this, we're not going to raise money to give gifts to our kids because our kids would come home. We have three boys and they would come home with, um, all sorts of gear, all from the booster club. And 
the kids never asked for it. Right. But it was a lot of money. So I said, I'll do this, but we're going to raise money for a charity. My first choice, quite frankly, was the cancer wing at Children's Hospital. And I put that to a vote and someone else raised their hand and said, well, Mr. Ortman is who the football coach is also a special ed teacher and does a lot with Special Olympics in Bucks County. So again, we put a vote to it and that's what we went with. And it brought back memories of Jardell and the Alhambra tournament. And I said, all right, let's, let's do this. Yeah. And we came up with different ideas. We had honorary captains and for those first games and Peter Brill and Dan Gibson were the first captains. Peter just turned 40. Um, wow. And he was a teenager back then. So um, it, it's, it's, been, it's been an amazing ride. Yeah. And then, quite frankly, I thought I was, I was done because Brian graduated in June of 2003. And I thought that was it. Yeah. And uh, coach called me during the summer and said, listen, I know you can't be the booster president, but I really like that AHA thing you did because it did a lot for our players. Yeah. And it did. So we continued. And here we are today with from one football team at one high school. We have about 30 high schools, multiple sports, as you know. Yep. And uh, we're in about 12 to 14 universities. It's absolutely wonderful. So the opportunity really just kind of stumbled, you know, into your lap and you kind of ran with it. And the honorary captains is what I brought to Central Bucks West. And I can remember I was hurt, actually. So I wasn't even playing and having the two honorary captains and seeing them light up with the medal and and walking out onto the field it really is life-changing and it's it changes your perspective on things can you give us a little bit more about the honorary captains for our listeners so that they can kind of get the full picture of, of what that program is like when we we have honorary captains we try and limit it to uh two to four honorary captains for home game um, and it started with football, and that's probably the most dramatic because the honorary captains will hold hands with the football captains mm-hmm. and walk out for the coin toss. The referees know these kids so much and so well now that they let them toss the coin. Oh. Um, and, and sometimes the coin doesn't land in the middle anymore. <laughs> we, have, we have pictures of both sides looking up in the air and behind <laughs> the back as it goes flying. Um, oh, that's awesome. So, and, but it's all, it's all good. So, yeah. and then they'll go back to the sidelines uh, for football games. Uh, basketball games will be maybe in the first row. We don't like them to sit on the bench just for safety reasons. Right. Although some schools still let them do that. And then they sit and talk with their host and the host is, generally a off-season athlete so you played soccer mm-hmm. then you may have been a football host or a baseball host or a softball host um or even a basketball host and you get to know them the parents get to sit back and watch their kids do something typical and i uh, and in the beginning especially i've seen tears rolling down parents' faces while they were smiling, watching their kids out there doing something that they thought they would never get to do. Oh, it's huge. I think I, I should go back and look at my photos because I know I got one with the honorary captains on the sidelines. 
um, at CB West and I should go back and find it and throw it up on social media because looking back at that would be magical. Absolutely yeah, magical. It, it is. You know what? You said that word magical and it is. There's magic that happens between kids and I'll give you an example. Yeah. The first time Archbishop Wood Girls Basketball hosted honorary captains, there were two little girls. You may know one of them, Erin Campbell. Hmm. Um, she actually just graduated from CB West a year or so ago. Oh my gosh. She was a little girl who I uh, used to coach at uh, basketball on Monday nights at the Maureen Welch Elementary School uh, for Special Olympics basketball back then. And uh, she could hit the bottom of the rim now and then. She, most of the time she would hit the net. Um, then there was a girl even smaller than her, this little girl, Bridget, who was a great dribbler but she couldn't even reach the bottom of the net. So at halftime, <clears throat> I walked down and asked the JV team if they would shoot around with these girls and <clears throat> they would rebound and encourage. <clears throat> All of a sudden I'm taking pictures and Aaron makes a shot. Mm. And then Bridget made a shot and the girls are cheering them. Oh. And then they kept hitting shots. I'll say they must have hit six or seven each in a row. <laughs> and I stopped taking pictures and the look on my face was astonishment. Yeah. And two of the JV girls walked over to me and said, Mr. Leonard, are you all right? I said, I'm telling you right now, these girls can't even, I mean, they never had made a shot in their life. Yeah. And they said, oh, stop. I said, come to practice Monday <laughs> night and you'll see. Yeah. When I walked back to the stands, two moms who did not know each other, both approached me and asked me if the baskets were lower at Archbishop Wood. And I said, they're not. Mm. And they said, uh, oh, my God, I can't believe what we just saw. Yeah. Those girls, four girls came Monday night to that practice, and they watched these girls shoot, not hitting the net, hitting the net. And they sat there and cried. Mm. And it changed their lives. Yeah. Yeah, they, those four girls actually wound up taking it to their universities when they went. Wow, how cool is that? So, it, it, I mean, it's really it changes lives for the volunteers, people just kind of in the gym who who happen to kind of witness the things that AHA does, and the special needs kids and their families too. Uh, yeah, the families are just. Uh, I'll say ninety nine percent of them just can't believe what they're seeing. Well, I'll give you, for instance, that some of these kids during COVID have missed this so much. Yeah. One in, in particular, who's very social, won't get on our Zoom dance parties because he misses everyone and he can't hug them. Oh my gosh. So it has an effect on those kids. We knew it would. Yeah. But I never knew, Ash, what it was going to do to people like yourself and other high school kids. And that's why, quite frankly, we work as hard as we do. It's not just for the special needs kids. It's also for the uh, volunteers because it changes their perspective on life. Oh, yeah. Moms have told me that um, in emails that they were worried about their daughters, especially going into high school because they just didn't fit in um, certain crowds, if you will. Um, but because of AHA, they found themselves, their self-esteem grew, and they've gone on to um, college and have become very successful in the real world. Yeah. Because um, we've been doing this close to, since this is our 19th season, 
So those high school kids have uh, grown. Some have children. Some bring their uh, their children back to wow. our events also. How amazing is that? Yeah. It also shows that I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> We're all getting older. It's okay. It's part of life. How does lifting up and encouraging a whole community of people like you do and like AHA does affect you on a day-to-day? Because you get to see the magic that happens with you know this organization and the things that you guys do. But but how does it affect you? Day-to-day, um, I'm, I, I'm so busy with things and planning things and, and following up on things that I don't really think mm-hmm. about it until... Something like this? <laughs> like this. And then you realize that... Um, what we've done over the years, how many lives we've touched, thousands of volunteers. Uh, some stay in touch, obviously, some don't. And when I look at it, I mean, we've given away, uh, we've donated thousands and thousands of dollars a year to um, special needs athletic programs. So we help families that way. Um, what else could I be proud of? I'm proud of how <laughs> not just. Um, the honorary captain program, the, the fun nights, um, just walking around the gym and watching the interaction between um, the kids, how clubs have popped up, how moderators, teachers have stepped up to moderate these kids, how the, the kids learn to, quote, run a business, um, if you will, yeah. and, and uh, raise money of their own to have their own fun nights. Um, it's, just, it's just been incredible. and. What I get out of it is I get to sit back and watch. I feel selfish at times because, you know, parents come up to me and say, Rick, thank you so much. This is awesome and all that. And I think to myself, I'm here 90 minutes to two hours and you're, you have 24 seven. Yeah. So mm. uh, I get so much out of it. We were exhausted after an event, but then you just have that glow of, did you see this? And did you see that? And, and it's just that part's been amazing. We have a couple kids actually who are now playing high school football. Wow. And the moms have said it's all because of their involvement with AHA. Yeah. I mean, um, we've been at the, on the sidelines of uh, Princeton uh, University football games, Villanova University football games, Temple University football games. and. Uh, we even had uh, James Franklin FaceTime one of our kids. Oh, my gosh. Invite the family up for a game. And um, so when you, when you sit back and look at that, every now and then I'll go on our video library on our website and I'll click on um, a video or two and, and it just makes you feel good. Yeah. Um, it really does. And then what it's done for our kids, mm-hmm. um, our grandchildren. <laughs> James is six years old and he calls it. Pop up! Can I come and help at helping helping athletes? Oh! <laughs> so I mean, I see it, it just has trickled down. Our, yeah. our boys and and their wives will come uh, to help whenever they can when they're not busy. Um, so yeah, it's it's a fan. My wife too. I mean, my wife gives me the ability to um, to do this. I mean, I don't get paid for this, so she's working and I'm yeah. not. I think it speaks to the power of, of giving back and 
in the perspective of giving back, it's it's the little things, right? We're connecting with other people. We are encouraging other people and just the smallest things can change somebody's life. You know, dribbling a basketball with somebody and, and having them, you know, make a basket is absolutely life-changing for, you know, some people and and it, it changes everybody's life, you know, when you're in that gym together and the energy that is all there is amazing. I wish yeah. everybody could could get the opportunity to work an event, you know, and to volunteer with these kids because it truly is like the energy is magnetic. We had a uh, a kid who went on to play Division One basketball at Harvard, who uh, emailed me the day after the event, and he said, he said I could not believe how excited this one young man got because he was able to dribble the ball mm. two times in a row. Oh. Two times. Yeah. He said, I take things for granted. I will never take things for granted again. Yeah. Yeah. It has, it has an impact. There's no question about it. But you know what? Here's the other thing, Ash, is, and I think we talked about this before, uh, usually teenage years are the me too years. And, and it's all about themselves. Yeah. Um, but not with our volunteers. They give up Friday nights. They give up Saturday nights to be at our events. Um, they want to be with these kids so much. We've been doing during COVID uh, birthday drive-bys and all mm-hmm. the kids that sign oh. up to do that because they miss seeing them and they want to make these kids smile even from a distance. Yeah. And that's the thing that amazes me. Giving up a Friday night. We all know it. Like when we are teens, like that's huge to do, to give up time out of your day that could be such a big inconvenience, but it speaks to how amazing it is to affect other people's lives and, and touch their lives and the family's lives too. I, I also want to talk about how can we help encourage a level of acceptance for all people in our own communities? I thought about that question and I think it has to start at home mm. with the parents. I mean, yeah. that, that, that's number one. If, if parents are the giving type parents like yours, um, then the children will follow suit. But if the parents are self-centered or then they're sending wrong messages and we may not see those kids. It's a, it's a tough question. Yeah. I think all personally I can do and what our staff can do is continue to do what we're doing. Um, and see, like we, Mary and Mercy, just last week, um, has officially started an HA club. It's an all-girls uh, private school uh, out towards Villanova. They're wow. not even nearby uh, in Bucks County. And, um, but they saw what was happening, and they want to be a part of it. Yeah. So that's how, you know, trickling. Uh, we just trickle affect everything as far as AHA is concerned. We don't go after schools. They find us. Yeah. Maybe it's the opposing team. This happens several times where the girls or boys on the team will say, what was that about, coach? And they said, I don't know. He said, well, can you find out? We'd like to be a part of it. And that's, that's quite frankly how, how it's grown. Yeah. It's, so I, I, it's a hard question. It's very as, hard. as far as the community is concerned, acceptance for all, that's what we do. We don't see, uh, color, religion, anything, it's all just 
we're all together. Yeah. And that's just it. You know, we're all human. We're all growing. We're all learning together. And if we can take an AHA event and use it to focus on something other than ourselves, because let's face it, sometimes we are all about ourselves and we can't even get outside of our little bubble or our little box to, to change somebody else's life, which in turn changes our own life. It's like how smiling is contagious, right? We're in line at Starbucks and, and the, the barista is super friendly and smiles and it's contagious. And that's the trickling effect of AHA. Where can everybody find you and AHA? You, I know you're on Facebook. Can you give us all the information? So if people listen to this and want to get connected somehow, they can. Yeah, uh, we do have a website. I think the, the short um, um, version of it uh, is www w.aha-inc.com and on there i will say this our website is has been run for free started by and run for free by a gentleman who used to live in richboro but seven years ago moved to vienna so we're not as up to date but we're we're close yeah um but there's a video library on there. There is other information on there um, that uh, you could uh, find easily. Who we support, you know, the different uh, organizations. We have an Instagram page. I think it's at Athletes Helping Athletes. And there's also a hashtag HA Inc. Um, and then I think we have a Twitter, but I don't twit or tweet or whatever <laughs> and i don't think that's an active one but there is a, a twitter account somewhere i'm not even sure what the handle is but the two main ones or three i should say is the website the facebook page and the uh instagram page awesome i'd be happy to put them in the show notes too so people can access them just from the from the podcast well mm-hmm. thank you so much for being here and having this conversation with me i think it's the the power in giving back is the theme of this and and it is one that should be talked about way more often. Ashley, I can't thank you and your family enough uh, for all the years that you um, first have volunteered, but also um, has supported us year in and year out. Um, it's people like you that make me mm. well up. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. All right, guys, subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast, and I will talk to you guys next week.